Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today is a super exciting day. This is my 100th episode of Building Your Best Career. It's our third season, and I'm so excited to be here today. I've got a couple of different things in mind for today's episode, so if you'll indulge me, we're going to switch things up just a little bit. I was thinking that I wanted to do a little bit of sharing today. I thought that in honor of it being the 100th episode, I was thinking about maybe looking back over the last 100 episodes, but I kind of just did that at the end of this past year, looked over some of the, the most popular episodes of the year, and I answered some questions from listeners earlier, so I was trying to think of what I could do to to make it interesting for this 100th episode. And I thought that maybe I should talk a little bit about my journey with coaching and how I came to it, what I get out of it, my thoughts around it, and just in general. Because I think that a lot of folks don't understand what career coaching, executive coaching really is. I know for me, I had no idea what it was. And when I first had my first coach, I've talked about her here before, Kathy, I was working for the government and they decided that their folks could have a coach and they did a little workshop and we learned a little bit about time management and a variety of different things. And the follow-on offer was that we could sign up with a coach for a year. And of course, I've talked about this before, the first thing I did was shoot my hand right up anything that your job offers you for free that's going to be good for personal and professional development, sign me up. Okay, so it was a little bit challenging because I traveled quite a bit, but we were able to make it work. She was very flexible and she was amazing. And it was one of those experiences that I found I repeatedly asked myself, why didn't I know about this sooner? Why didn't I take advantage of this sooner? How did I go so long without having this in my life? That type of thing. It was a very, very good experience for me. The number one thing that I tell people if they ask me why I am a coach and why I am a fan and an advocate of coaching is that it's so easy to put our heads down and do what we do and get what we get and get in the rut, not necessarily a bad rut or a good rut, but still get in that routine of doing things the way we only know how to do things. And we can talk to our friends, we can talk to our families, we can, we can get guidance and advice from a variety of different places. And all of that is fantastic. I, I strongly encourage that because outside perspectives are great. The wonderful relationship about having a coach is that you have somebody that has no bias, no judgment, is completely independent in their thinking, and they're just an outside voice. 
And instead of giving you ideas or giving you suggestions, they challenge you. We challenge you. I challenge you. And Kathy challenged me by asking questions about what I thought about things and how I was doing things and how I could improve upon things and what if I could do something different and what if I could look at things differently. It really gives you so much power over what you're doing and where you're going. And it's really a subtle journey, I think, that suddenly just opens your eyes. I know the the first couple sessions when I prepped for my coach, I was completely stressed out thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to talk to her about? She's going to walk into my office and expect me to tell her what I want to focus on today and I have to come up with something. I have to come up with something productive. I have to come to, and I would wrap myself around the axle until maybe by the third time I realized I don't have to worry about all of that stuff. Number one, once she sat down, it was like I just had a ton of things that came tumbling out that I wanted to focus on that I hadn't even thought of until she sat in my office. It was like a floodgate. I mean, imagine being able to talk to somebody that's not going to tell anybody else what you're talking about at work. And if I was frustrated with my boss or frustrated with an employee or a coworker, I could brainstorm around that and figure out how I was going to handle it, how I was going to address it, what I was going to do, or if I was going to do nothing about it, or if it was okay, or if it was me with no judgment. And what I realized was... It's not about adding additional stress or anxiety. The whole purpose of her being there was a sense and a source of calm and order to my very messy, very chaotic schedule that I already had. And it was amazing how that hour with her, it was almost like turning everything off. And I could just focus on whatever we were talking about. She provided that safe space for me to be able to just say, I am struggling with this right now. I have a difficult conversation that I have to have with one of my employees or my boss. I have, I was planning a wedding at the time when I was working with her. I had stress about balancing, planning my wedding and travel for work, things like that, right? I mean, And all of the conversations that we had, she was constantly challenging me to think bigger, think broader, think outside the box, think a little bit differently, but not in a way that feels overwhelming and stressful. It's more of us reflecting on the decisions that we're making, how we're coming to them, and how we feel about them. I really enjoy working with my clients on things like what they're doing, how they want to be better, how they want to improve upon themselves. Self-improvement is one of those things that I feel that most of us are wrestling with for all of our lives, right? We're constantly looking inward and thinking, how can we be better? And I say that, and I do think that it is pretty much everybody that does it. We all may do it in different ways, but I would challenge someone to to call me up and say, I don't care about being better. I'm just okay with status quo in every area of my life. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I, I'm, I'm 
human, so I could be wrong. But in my experience and, and in my life and in talking to others, there's always some area of our life that we wish we could do a little bit better or a little bit differently. It might be in your professional life. It might be in your personal life. It might be with your with your diet, with your weight, with your education, with your confidence, with your maybe it's your attitude. It, there's so many different ways that we we reflect on how we are and where we want to be. And sometimes it's really difficult to know how to do that. And that's kind of the beauty of coaching. There's so many different coaches out there that can provide support in a variety of different areas. Obviously, I focus on the career portion, but there's life coaches. We've had a wellness coach on here. There's financial coaches. I mean, it's it's become such a broad industry now with such a wealth of knowledge and guidance out there that I can't help but be excited about the opportunities for everybody to be able to leverage those. Now, again, I wanted to focus kind of on my journey and, and how I how I feel about these things and how I've kind of passed that along. I mentioned that I that I met Kathy and I worked with her and, and in all honesty I I didn't even know when we first started working together that I was itching for a change. And I think the longer we worked together, the clearer it became to me that it was time for me to think about the next phase of my career. Where was I going? My life was changing. I was getting married. I, I had competing priorities. No longer was I that person that wanted to work 150 hours a week traveling all the time and not having anything else going on but my job, being my job. And it was an interesting realization because I don't know that I would have thought about it. I might have been unhappy in what I was doing. I might have known that something was missing or something was out of balance or out of place, but I don't know that I would have been as methodical and organized in my thinking about thinking about next steps had I not had coaching. And she was really very helpful in helping me feel okay with the fact that it's okay for a change. It's okay to evolve in our career, in our life. It's okay to to adapt and grow, and it's just part of the next steps. I don't know that I didn't think that it was okay, but there's all kinds of things that come up in our mind. Think about how much we think about things that are going on. Think about our decisions. Think about our our activities, think about our actions, think about our reactions to things, think about our behaviors. I definitely was somebody that could spend a lot of time analyzing everything. And to a certain extent, sometimes we get into that paralysis mode where, you know, the perfection paralysis, but also analysis paralysis, where we're just weighing all of our options without doing things. And having an objective person to bounce ideas off of run ideas by and just kind of even just talk things through do a dry run of of conversations that I would have with with my employees with my employer with the people in my life as I was thinking about what I wanted to do next steps brainstorming around what drives me what interests me where could I go next and 
it seemed like a, a logical progression when I really started digging into it because I was such an advocate at that point for the coaching relationship I had as the person being coached. And I loved the feeling that I got after I talked to her after every meeting. And I just, I, I felt so much better, so much more grounded in my thought process and in my decision-making that I wanted to be able to do that for other people. I wanted to be able to help people in that way. You know, I, I worked in government for a long time and I always felt that it was a calling for me. I felt that it was something that I was making a difference. I'm under no illusions that I was making any kind of grand, but I think on some level I was a part of a larger a larger machine that was making a difference to a certain extent, right? And it, that made me feel good about the work that we were doing. It made me feel good about the many hours, the long the long hours on plane rides, the jet lag, all of the years of, of running around doing things. It felt like it meant something. And I know that when I was thinking about next steps, I was really worried about making sure that whatever step I would go to would be as meaningful, if not more. I crave that personally. I crave making a difference and, and being a source of good, a source of help to, to others. And coaching just seemed like the great next step because not only did I get to be the source of support and help, I would actually get to directly see it, which I really didn't get to see in my government career. And so... You know, obviously, I, I made the, the transition. I went back to school and I got the, the certifications and the training and the practice and everything. And it's been such a great journey to, to do this. And I know that I've grown over the last three years that I've been on my own doing this. And I think that I will continue to grow. And I still lean on my my former coach and fellow coaches that are in my community because I think we all want to grow and develop and be better and better and better. And the biggest win for me is when I have a meeting with one of my clients and I see the look on their face, you know, I see the smile or I see the relief on their shoulders going down because they have permission to do something they weren't giving themselves permission for or they have a clarity moment that they were not able to find on their own. And quite frankly, I'm just the vehicle. I'm just the person asking the questions. My clients are the ones that are doing the hard work. They're the ones doing the, the self-reflection and the thinking and the reasoning. I'm just there to guide them and support them as they make their way through this this coaching journey. And I'm very, very thankful that I've been able to, to do it and find so many great clients that I enjoy working with and supporting. I think that this podcast has been a great outlet for me to share some of those lessons learned and stories that I get from the listeners that write in and examples that I have with my clients during our, our coaching sessions, things that I read, things I, I observe in different training workshops that I put on. All of that information helps feed 
the topics that I bring to the podcast every week. And again, you know, I said this a few weeks ago, I really appreciate all of the feedback that I get from all of you listeners out there because it it's validating to a certain extent even to me. Even coaches need a little bit of validation and support and I, I it makes me feel good about the information that I'm providing to you, that I'm giving to you. And it's an evolving evolving thing, right? I look back at my very first podcast episode. Not only did it sound a little clunky and and awkward because I was talking to the wall on the other side of my office, but I've grown since then. And I think that the, the way that I impart the information and I, I am a little bit more me on the podcast now and I feel comfortable doing that because it takes practice. And it's like that with all of us. I have often reflected on the fact that I love public speaking. I did a lot of it in government. I love to be in front of a room, which is odd for an introvert, but I love to be on stage and behind a microphone. Surprisingly enough, podcasting was very daunting to me because while I'm behind a microphone, there's nobody looking back at me. I had to I had to put pictures on my desk so I felt like I was talking to somebody because it just felt very sterile and almost mechanical in the beginning. And, you know, now I, I, I still don't have anybody in the room with me and I've moved to my basement through COVID and all of that. So I have a different makeshift office set up here. So it's even less polished than the last one, but it is a little bit more comfortable. And I was trying to think the other day about why I feel more comfortable on the podcast and I have to thank again thank you listeners because now that you have written me emails and you've commented on the podcast and you've friended me on social media outlets I have names and faces to go with the people that I'm talking to you know when I look at the statistics of of how many listens I'm getting in a week I can envision all of you out there sitting in your car or sitting at your desk and listening. So now it's a much more personal experience for me to be talking to you than to be talking to the microphone. So that's kind of my journey. I'm obviously an advocate for coaching. I think that it is a wonderful resource for so many of us. I have heard some horror stories for how some people have um, had experiences with coaches and coaching organizations and I I you know I'm not going to get into the do's or don'ts and and criticizing my colleagues out there because we all have our different style we all have our different flair and some personalities are not for everybody I've talked to folks and we're not a good match I've talked to other folks and we're dead on match right I do hope that if you've had a not-so-positive experience with coaching, that you will give it another try at some point when you're ready because I think that for everybody out there, there's a coach out there for you. And it's just a matter of finding that person. And when you do, it really can be life-changing. I mentioned, you know, it was life-changing, obviously, for me when I found my coach. It ended up being the the impetus for where I went with my career and I know that a few of my clients have have provided me that feedback that it was very changing to their life 
that they they met me. So I know the power of a good coaching relationship when you find it. So if you're still searching, I hope that you will find the right coach for you to support you in whatever part of your journey you're looking to augment, be it your health and wellness, be it your life, your financial, your career, job seeking, whatever it may be. As it is the 100th episode today, the other thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is what's coming next. So over the next 100 days, in honor of the 100th episode, that would put us at May 27th, would be 100 days from when this podcast comes out, which incidentally is just a few days before my birthday. I want to challenge you to help me get the word out. I want to challenge you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. Tell them about the podcast, tell them about coaching, tell them about career searching and career coaching, any of those topics. And if you can get them to comment on the podcast or give it some stars, screenshot that and send it to me because I have prizes. I have prizes for anybody and everybody that sends me something saying that you've shared my podcast with someone else. Now, I've talked about all of the different areas that I'm online. I'm on LinkedIn, I am on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook, and you have my email, and I'm going to list them all off, and they will all be in the liner notes for this podcast episode. So the challenge is this. In the next 100 days, anybody that shares the podcast and sends me a screenshot of it, you get a prize, okay? You can send it to me on Instagram at KB Featheringham. You can send it to me on LinkedIn. You can send it to me by email, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. You can even send it, there's a, a, a function on my website where you can send in comments. You can even send it there, go to kellyfeatheringham.com. And you can go to Facebook, send me a, a direct message, and a screenshot of whatever it is, however it is you shared, and you get a prize. That's it. That's easy. There's no, there's no sign up necessary. There's no mailing list to get on. I just want to ask you for your support in sharing this to get out to more and more people. And in return, I want to do something nice for you as my listener, as being a supportive person to this coaching journey and my podcast and hanging in there with me over these last hundred episodes. Or maybe this is just your first or second one that you've popped in on. I welcome you to be here, and I'm so excited to keep this journey going. The podcast has been something that I I wanted to do when I first started, and it's the most consistent thing that I've done in my business, I think. I'm excited that I, I haven't missed a week. And I try every week to make sure that I come to you on Tuesday with something to help you in some small way. All right. Send me those screenshots. Share, rate, comment, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Let's get the word out and get as many people listening as possible. I... I'm thinking at the end of the 100 days, depending on how well we can grow this, how many people I can add to the listener pool, I'd like to try and start doing a listener episode periodically where we have folks call in and ask a question, things like that. 
kind of like old school radio show. Obviously, we would pre-tape it and then put that up on the podcast. But if that's something that interests you as well, send me a note at kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com and we will set that up. All right. You have a great day and thanks again for being here for my 100th episode. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.